Voices of Hope is a podcast of New Hope Presbyterian Church in Castle Rock, Colorado. New Hope is a church that puts people first. Our Sunday worship is on site and online at 9.30 a.m. And you can listen to our sermons and podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and any popular podcast platforms. This week, Pastor Caressa continues our Advent series, Journey to the Manger, with a sermon called The Shepherds. Scripture comes from Luke 2, 8 through 15, and is read by Dan and Judy Hodge. Our reading this morning comes from Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 15. Now, in that same region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to the shepherds, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find the child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in the manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. I couldn't see behind me, but was anybody dancing? (laughs) Maybe dancing in in your pew a little bit? Yeah. Thank you so much for your wonderful gift of music and offering of your talents. Friends, let's go to God in prayer. God of grace and God of glory, God of love, we come to you today with our hearts in anticipation of the coming of the Christ child once again. And so we ask that you enable us to hear this story in new and fresh ways. And we pray for your word to speak to our lives. Shine light on us this day, O God, so that we can once again embrace your son Jesus Christ as our savior, our Messiah, and may your love flow in and through us to others today and always. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing and give you glory, O God. And all of God's children said, amen. Well, friends, when I was a little girl, Christmas was my favorite time of year. And yes, I, like every other child, in great anticipation of the big guy in the big red suit coming to my house to leave presents under the tree, I loved decorating Christmas cookies and, of course, eating them. And then we had this family tradition that we would take hot chocolate in the car and we would sip on that hot chocolate as we went around looking at all the Christmas lights in town. But that wasn't quite my favorite part. The most wonderful part for me about Christmas Eve was the service at our little country church. 
You see, to celebrate the birth of the Christ child, our little church put on the most elaborate Christmas pageant. I remember the wonder and joy I felt as the service began, the the beautiful sights and the sacred sounds. There were backdrops and choreographed dances. There were choirs and solos and, and pews full of generations of families. And in fact, Young adults would come back from college just to be a part of this Christmas pageant. Children and youth in full costume, ready to make the Christmas story come alive. And when I turned five, I got to be a part of this wondrous chorus, dressed as an angel in a little white robe with a gold tinsel halo, singing, Ferris, Lord Jesus, as we danced down the center aisle. I vividly remember looking up at this grand scene before me, this huge bright star hanging over the cross, a manger made of wood, Mary draped in blue, tall angels dressed in white, And my eyes grew bigger in wonder, and my heart amazed at what I saw before me. And I imagine this was only a glimpse of what the shepherds saw and felt on that sacred night as they were overwhelmed with wonder and awe. There they were lounging around the campfire after a long day of herding their sheep. Some dozed off with heavy eyelids while others kept watch over their flocks by night. There they lay in the still, quiet darkness in the peaceful night. When suddenly, out of nowhere, bright lights appeared like a beam illuminating across the sky, and the shepherds were startled awake. They looked up to see an angel dressed in glorious white shining before them and rubbing their eyes. They were captivated by this light, this voice, this holy image before them. Their fear turned to wonder. Their eyes grew big in amazement and surrounded by beautiful sights and sacred sounds, they heard a pronouncement. To you is born this day In the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And then suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts shining bright and singing and praising God in the sky. Did it really happen that way? Is the question my five-year-old asked me several Christmas Eve nights ago. Did an angel really appear to shepherds? And why shepherds, mom? Where did those angels come from? And was the baby's bed really a place for animals' food? Why did they put them in there? Honest questions from an inquisitive child. Faith-filled wonderings from a young, searching heart. The story of the shepherds and the angels is both beautiful and bewildering, remarkable and yet strange. This motley crew of shepherds were the least likely to receive angelic visits and prophetic news. I mean, these shepherds had very little status and did menial work for low pay. 
these ordinary wanderers were hardly the ones that angels would come to, the, hardly the ones that we would expect to be entrusted with such earth-changing news. And yet, those shepherds were the first to receive the news of the Christ child. Think about that. Out of everybody in the world, the shepherds were the first to receive the news of the Christ child. Now, God's people expected the Messiah, I mean, the Son of God, to be born in more dignified dwellings, probably a royal palace of some sort, and celebrated by more upscale admirers like rulers, the wealthy, the powerful. I mean, think if Jesus came today, where would Jesus be born? Who would come to see Jesus? It wouldn't be these lowly shepherds. Yet in the first of many great reveals, God bypasses the powerful and the proud in favor of lowly shepherds. God chose to bring the good news of great joy to ordinary, humble people. God chose to break into this messy and broken world to bring hope to those who needed it most. God chose to come to the marginalized, the poor, the grieving, the sick, those left out and those left behind. God chose to be with us, Emmanuel, in the person of Jesus, to care for us, to guide us, to reveal God's great love for us. Shepherds. Why in the world would the angels appear to shepherds, Mom? Why not someone else? Well, shepherds have sacred meaning throughout Scripture. In the Old Testament, God is personified as a shepherd, the one who watches over and cares for God's people. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. God lets me lie down in green pastures. God leads me beside still waters. God restores my soul. King David was a shepherd. While David was out in the fields keeping watch over his flocks, God summoned David to be anointed as king. And Jesus. Jesus would later be known as the good shepherd for he would care for and lead God's people. The people would follow Jesus because they know the sound of his voice. And the good shepherd would lay down his life for his sheep. You see, in and through Jesus, God chose to be with us, to teach us, to live for us, and die for us. In and through Jesus, God chose to be for us, to forgive our sins, embrace us with grace and mercy, salvation for all. And in through Jesus, God chose to show us the way, the truth, and the life. And in and through Jesus, God comes to you and to me, ordinary, beloved children of God. On that sacred night, God orchestrated a heavenly chorus that shined light into the darkness of unsuspecting, ordinary shepherds who were the first to hear the first to see, and the first to tell of Jesus' birth. The appearance of Jesus went unnoticed by so many, but the shepherds noticed. The glory to God in the highest dissipated in the night air, but 
the shepherds heard it. The sign would be missed by most, but the shepherds followed and saw. The shepherds left their flock by night to see this baby wrapped in light. A host of angels led them to him. It was just as the angels said, you'll find him in a manger bed. Mom, why did they put him in there? <laughs> why did they lay the baby in a trough for animals' food? A manger bed, the most famous animal feeding trough in all of history. A manger bed, an unusual, ridiculous place to rest a baby. But the manger was more than a makeshift cradle for desperate parents. It was a sign. It was the sign that told the shepherds which baby they were looking for. The sign that pointed their way to the holy child. The sign that would confirm what the angel said was true. That to you this day is born in the city of David, a savior, which is Christ the Lord. The sign that revealed that this child would be the Messiah that they had been waiting for. The sign that God was breaking into the messiness of humanity to bring peace, joy, hope, and love. You see, up until this point, only Mary, Joseph, and a few knew the truth about this baby. But now this good news of great joy was being pronounced by lowly shepherds who randomly showed up at this stable in the middle of the night. And then they joyfully shared all that the angel had told them. And so Mary and Joseph named the child Jesus, for he would save people from their sins. Jesus was and is the ultimate expression of God's love for us. Love incarnate, love divine, God's love in the flesh. And on that wondrous night, God's love came down as a child lying in a manger. God's love came down into the mess and muddle of life to bring great news to all people. God's love was born at Christmas time. Star and angels gave the sign. And this sign would be for all people, a sign of God's love for us. So just like the shepherds, God's love comes down to a motley crew like you and me. Ordinary, unsuspecting people. People who don't have huge status or rulers in our world. God's love came down to those of us. So may our eyes grow big in amazement. May our hearts swell as we receive this Christ child. For tonight, tonight heaven meets earth. God comes human in Jesus to reveal God's eternal love for us. Tonight God breaks into our time and space, coming to us in the most humble and lowly way. So come, let us go to Bethlehem and look for the sign. A child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. Let us pray. God, you have 
shown your love for us in so many ways, and the ultimate expression of your love for us comes as the Christ child, comes as Jesus who would live and die for us, who would teach us your ways and embody your love for others. So God, as we come to this time, to this season of the year, to this sacred night, and as we celebrate the birth of Jesus tomorrow, may we, like the shepherds, receive the good news that you have to share with us. May we come looking for the manger and rejoice. And may we go and tell others about this Christ child that we have seen, this love of yours that we have received. And may all that we do give you glory today and always. Amen. Thank you for listening to Voices of Hope. If you have enjoyed our podcast, please rate and review it and share it with your friends. If you want to know more about New Hope, you can subscribe to our weekly email newsletter, The Midweek Memo, by going to our website and signing up. Friends, may you love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and may you go and love your neighbor as yourself. Go in peace.